How do you understand your employer brand? You can aim to win awards. You can launch a new career site. You can activate beautiful campaigns. You can spend a ton of money on making everything shiny. But how do you measure how you're actually performing in the eyes of your candidates, employees, and alumni? We have developed the Employer Brand Index to help practitioners understand their company's reputation as an employer. It gives you a quantitative and qualitative understanding of what talent thinks, presented in an easily understandable score and actionable report. Learn more at employerbrandindex.co. Hey, Sun Cervezan is Jorgen Sundberg here with the Employer Branding Podcast, brought to you by your friends here at Link Humans, fine purveyors of data-driven employer brand insights. This week, we are talking to an American tech company that is going global, and we're going to focus in on a specific campaign around a location that needed to be staffed up and still does, and we're going to learn all about that. Let's start the show. Hey, Chris, how is it going? Pretty good. How's it going today? Yeah, fantastic. Thank you. So please tell our listeners who you are, what you do, and what brings you on the podcast today. Yeah, for sure. Thank you uh, for the opportunity to be on here. I'm excited to be here and talk about recruitment marketing. Uh, my name is Chris Fitzner. I am a creative marketing strategist with over seven years of experience in multiple different industry and verticals. That's from garage door repair, all the way to B2B software reviews platform. And most recently, Gartner I was at, and now I am at Appian as their recruitment marketing strategist. Fantastic. So how would you define recruitment marketing versus employer branding? Uh, I really think it, recruitment marketing is all about showcasing the actual culture in the actual specific channels. So employer branding is definitely all about um, showcasing the story, showcasing the employee highlights, um, the company benefits. And recruitment marketing is really kind of having that marketing principles based to it. So it's really applying all these principles to how do we actually get this content out there in front of potential employees? So it's not just posting on social. Um, it's not just posting on the job boards. It's how do we actually get in front of our target audience where they're actively consuming content to actively get them to persuade to want to check us out and ultimately apply for our job. Nice. Okay. So in a nutshell, what is Appian? Appian, in a nutshell, is a low-code automation platform. Um, it lets business people build powerful enterprise web and mobile apps with flexible visual models instead of clunky custom code. So really, it's just being able to solve any business problem through software. So basically, you're a, you're a tech company, tech employer. Yeah, um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. That's just so our listeners can put, put Appian in the right box. Yeah. And uh, today, we wanted to talk about entering a brand new talent market. First of all, why would you want to enter a new market for talent? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, for this specific reason, we wanted to enter in a new market. We recently had acquired a really small company over in Seville. And rather than just kind of continue to have our HQ based employees handle that area, we wanted to kind of continue to grow that culture and that team that was already out there. So this is Seville in sort of south of Spain? Yeah, it's um, a little bit southwest, I mm -hmm. believe, of Madrid. Okay. So, so the reason you chose that is because you acquired a smaller business and you wanted to grow it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And typically a lot of companies, what they do is they just have people that just handle that area or they just absorb them and 
bye-bye to that area, but we really wanted to make sure that we kind of captured that spirit there and captured that um, culture and be able to continue to grow it. Yeah. And is Seville, is it, is it a tech hub? Um, it's a growing one. It's not as big as, well, definitely after all the research I did, it's not as big as I thought. It's not as big as Madrid, but it's definitely a growing one. And uh, how did you go about doing that research? And did I, I'm taking, taking it, you mapped out sort of the talent market around there. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that we use for this to really uh, map out the talent is we use LinkedIn's Talent Insights. Mm -hmm. um, it let us see kind of like the overall look of how many actual professionals were in the Seville, Spain area. Uh, and we were able to dial down into break out the market by title, industry experience, who are the main hitters, um, and so on. And this was able to give us a, a great snapshot to give to the higher team and stakeholders to like, hey, here's reality, here's what you want, and here's actually what's there. Yeah. And what was reality? Was there a lot of competition in Seville? Yes, there's definitely a lot of competition and it's a lot smaller than I had anticipated. And I think a lot of other people on the team have anticipated. Uh, we broke it out in three ways uh, in terms of competition. One, companies that were originally based in Seville, that's where their headquarters are, that's where they're homegrown. Two, global bigger consulting companies that actively hire in that area remotely. Uh, so if you're PWCs and stuff like that. Um, and also companies like us that have recently acquired and are actively hiring in that area as well. Nice. Okay. How many employees were there that you acquired? I was, I believe it was around 15 to 20. So really, really small. Okay. And where, what was the, the plan? Was there some vision to grow to a, a specific number? Um, yeah. So we have quite the challenge ahead of us. Um, I think it is now sitting over 80 plus. They want to grow out into the next year. So quite a big jump. Uh, we're ready for the challenge. Nice. Okay. And uh, when you uh, started this project, what was the biggest challenge? I'm, I'm thinking, first of all, did, did anyone actually know of Appian? Yeah, well, that, there you go. That's the biggest challenge. Um, nobody knows who we were out there. Kind of like looking through the numbers of tracking from geographic um, analytics, there was slim to none. Um, and also kind of looking at our fan base and also followers and interaction with our LinkedIn account. It was pretty much the only people interacting with us or the traffic driving from there were the people that we already had just hired. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I guess the biggest uh, competition there was why should somebody jump to a company that they never heard of compared to already the established companies there? And also a unique situation that I didn't really think of is since they're so close to UK, a lot of people in Seville actually work over in the UK market as well. So it's our really one, who is Appian? Two, why should I jump to your company? Interesting. Yes. And uh, when did this uh, campaign start? Uh, we started about a month ago, kicking off. Uh, the first step was definitely making sure that the recruiters would be able to have the appropriate air cover that they needed. Since we knew that the recruiters would be doing a lot of the lifting in terms of prospecting, we wanted yeah. to not only give them the amount, the appropriate content to um, showcase for the people that they're trying to ultimately get over to us and have a conversation with us, but also there's some insane stat on LinkedIn that since a lot of these recruiters are reaching out via email. A lot of them are also reaching out via in-mail. So there's some crazy stat where 20 to 30% of people that have interacted with your ads have a way higher rate in in-mail. So that's definitely wanted to have a twofold where not only are we giving them content, but when they actively reach out to prospect, they're like, oh, okay, I've heard of Appian. I've seen their ads around. 
Um, so in terms of actual assets that we created, uh, we created a Seville landing page that acted as a mini micro career site um, with what we offer, talked a little bit about Appian and also kind of our main roles that we're actively hiring for. We also had a series of employee spotlights that were highlighted for Seville employees. Pretty much these dynamic quote cards that we posted on Instagram, posted on LinkedIn, all of our Appian Life social channels on what they best enjoy working at Appian. Um, and then we did a fun, we are Appian Seville organic social post as well. That along with paid social advertising ads, display banner ads and relevant publications located in the Seville area, um, launching all this content across all of our Appian Life social channels, as well as asking our employees to share as much as possible. Um, another big thing that we did as well for launching in Seville was having the job advertisements on the actual local international job boards. Because now you can't just think, you know, I'm just going to post on Glassdoor. I'm just going to post on Indeed and I'm done with it. No, you have to get into where they're actively looking at. So based on our research, we found the three main boards that we wanted to, to actively advertise on, which were InfoJobs, TechnoEmployo, and Talent.com. And making sure all of our jobs that we went through there were properly connected to our ATS so we can source them appropriately. Yeah. And also another upcoming one that we have, there is a conference in Spain next month in November that we are sponsoring a bit of. So this is a great opportunity to get on the email list. Um, we have the opportunity to showcase some of our jobs and also use the landing page that we have as well to talk a little bit about Appian as well. Nice. Okay. It was a multi-pronged attack. Uh, you sent me a few of the uh, examples and this landing page, which looks really nice, which I think is made in uh, your CRM system, uh, yeah. Beamery. And there's some updates on, on all these uh, different channels. Um, out of the social media channels, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, which one uh, performed the best? I would definitely say LinkedIn, just because the network there is just amazing to work with. Um, secondary to that would be Instagram, but LinkedIn for sure, just because anytime anybody interacts with you know, a piece of content on LinkedIn, it then shows, even if they don't follow us, it'll show up on their network as well. So in terms of engagement, in terms of best channel, LinkedIn has been uh, number one for us. Nice. This was in Spain. Did you consider doing the communications in Spanish as well as English or did you go English? Yeah, that's, that's coming down the pipeline right now. The ask from the stakeholders and hiring managers is that they have a strong grasp of the English language. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. So we, we've done uh, similar campaigns for, for uh, clients where they set up in a new location. We found that um, it works well when you do it in English, but yeah. when you then switch on the local language, the engagement can go through the roof. But yeah. it's a double-edged sword because you do need people who are fluent in English as well. So Yeah, exactly. So at this point, I was like, I either have to learn Spanish myself to do that or yeah. <laughs> go through uh, a middle person to help out on the other team, which we eventually want to do because I want to make it as organic as possible. But I also don't want to sell you know, a false bill of goods where you know really the hiring managers are looking for people that have a strong grasp of the English language. So for this specific, we're kind of leading with the English speaking. But uh, I definitely in the future want to make sure that we tap in and have the native language as well written in that content. Yeah. So speaking of the uh, the recruiters and the TA guys, are they happy with the support they're getting or have they got any additional requests from you? Yeah, yeah. It's actually really funny because a lot of them were incredibly happy to see the amount of work that we did for them. And I was just personally me just chomping at the bit to do a campaign like this, launching on multiple channels, because as since I've started, it's kind of been just like focusing on one channel here and here, 
one paid advertising, okay, running this role for this location or helping out with this recruiter for this specific role. But this is the first time that I was able to sit down and really kind of flex the full marketing principles and kind of really look at everything from a go-to-market standpoint um, and really activate through PR, through media, through advertising, through organic social, through editorial, through landing pages. So this is the first time I was able to do it. And they were definitely uh, really happy with not only the amount of content that we've given them, but also the research as well. Um, and I think that's only going to grow as recruitment marketing as a function grows and employer branding as a function grows. And then also as recruiters understand like what they're able to ask for. Um, I kind of view it as like I'm a consultant within the company and the client is the recruiters and all the whole yes. talent acquisition team. Let me know where to go, what the target audience is. And then I will build out assets for you and I will get in front of the candidates that you're already reaching out to, to add for that extra brand awareness. Yeah, absolutely. It's almost like a B2B sales company where basically sales is, is the client and marketing is the, the supplier. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And I, I think a lot of what goes into that is definitely education as well as what I'm learning, especially jumping into this is a lot of people in the industry don't really know what you can do or what can be done. So really, it's just, you know, the the, the basic post on LinkedIn, post a job. Oh, can we get maybe like a, a fun social card? And it's like, yeah, that's cool, but let's break it out into each specific channel. Let's put a goal to it. Let's establish KPIs and let's help out where you need to help out. I always view it as kind of like playing double Dutch. Like I don't want to walk into a recruiter's workflow because they have an insane amount of work to do day to day. It gives me anxiety when I see some of their calendar, <laughs> the amount of work they do. So that was my first goal is coming in. I didn't want to run into the double Dutch game. I just wanted to jump in, here you go, and then jump out and then kind of really help work alongside them to help increase the brand awareness. So when the people that are reaching out to, they not only have the content that they can share with them to help persuade them over, but also I'm already, they've already heard of us because they've seen our ads or if you were in a publication or we sponsored an event that they were interested in. Nice. All right. So uh, Chris, I know you're being on measurements as well. Uh, I read yeah. your article about uh, building a, a dashboard for this. Um, awesome. <laughs> what were some of the uh, the outcomes and the and the, the results uh, from this initiative so far? Yeah, so since it's ongoing, uh, really going to look at things from a month increase. Um, we had um, a total of 105 professionals that engaged with our content back in August. That is up to three, 1,300 professionals that have engaged with our content either by following our page or interacting with our ads on LinkedIn. And again, what's great about this is that anybody that engages with our stuff or follows our content on LinkedIn, there's that stat, that magical stat that really shows that they're more likely to open up an in-mail from that specific recruiter, um, which is a great thing. So really happy about that. We're making a splash in that department and also career traffic. We had a 78% increase in traffic specific to Seville, made sure that we blocked out the IP of the employees so we're not just seeing the same people. And yeah, so I'm really happy. The pipelines are pretty healthy right now with all the job boards that we have connected to it. So now instead of the recruiters having to spend the bulk of their time prospecting, they also have that fallback for all these different areas and opportunities for people to qualify, people to apply. They're in there waiting to be reviewed. So really happy with the initial results um, yeah. right now. And the team is really impressed with what we'll be able to deliver. Nice. You already gave us a few tips there, but what are some of the top tips uh, that you can share to other practitioners and perhaps a, a hard lesson that uh, you learned along the way? Yeah, uh, I think one of the things definitely is don't reinvent the wheel. 
there's already a lot of existing uh, resources out there that you can learn from marketing. I think a lot of people in the industry right now kind of view everything through a lens of employer branding or just recruitment marketing, and they're kind of going that route. But uh, really just look at already existing marketing principles, learn email marketing, learn content marketing, learn the basics of SEO, learn how to establish a good PR media program, um, and really go from there. Because if you think about it, marketing right here and recruitment, it's really you're showcasing the culture and eventually you're wanting to get people to one, become aware of your company as a choice employer and two, eventually apply. Um, so all you have to do is just switch out the service and product with the culture of your company as something that you're actively promoting and ultimately getting them to apply. And in terms of learning lessons, um, this goes specifically for marketers that are entering into the industry, because I know recruiters would know this because there's a twofold. There's recruiters going into recruitment marketing, and then there's marketers going to recruitment marketing. I think one of the biggest lessons is really listen to your recruiters because they're on the ground floor. They're the people actively talking to these candidates. They're going to know them inside and out. They're going to know what makes them tick. So I think one of the first things to do is definitely make sure that you jump on a couple calls to shadow when they're actively talking to candidates and then really listen to the questions that are consistently asked and really listen to the way the recruiters actively answer those questions because all that information is there. And if you can view it as uh, an alliance with your recruiting team and really kind of look to aiding them as much as possible, then you're going to have a lot of success there. Love it. Right. So Chris, I can tell you, I can tell that you are very passionate about what you do. So what is it that yeah. makes your job so special? Uh, I really love for one, I mean, I guess just for the the human side of it is just like getting people jobs is really an awesome thing. I mean, from a cold marketing heart, you know, you're really selling a product, you're really growing revenue, you're really getting that service in front of the people. But this is really about not only being able to showcase something that you really believe in, which is the company culture, but you're also able to ultimately get people jobs. Um, and in this day and climate, it's at a really, really amazing thing. I mean, obviously we're not like curing cancer here, but being able to give someone a place to work where they enjoy and actually excel is, is an amazing thing. It, it kind of worked out perfect because at my previous job, one of the things uh, in terms of social media management was obviously you have to promote your product, you have to promote your service. But in the middle of that, you also have to show that human side of your company to kind of make people more view you as an authentic place to actually view your product or actually ultimately buy your product. Um, so one of the things we did was kind of showcase our employees and then kind of doing that for a while, realizing like, oh, that's an entire job. It's called recruitment marketing. Uh, I immediately, when I saw this job opening here at Appian, I jumped on it immediately. Um, I think it's just, it's ever-changing. It's awesome. It's, you get to work with people every day. It's, um, you, it's definitely, as more, more stakeholders realize and kind of higher-ups, the importance of not only capturing authentic employee stories and being able to showcase it, but actively being able to quantify it be able to put it in a dashboard and be able to strip it down and show why is this valuable to the people that matter. Yeah, absolutely. That, that is the, the holy grail uh, to yeah. show the prove the ROI. Fantastic. So uh, my final question is to you, Chris, where can our listeners connect with yourself and uh, where can they learn more about Appian? Yeah, so I'm on LinkedIn, just Chris Fitzner, F-I-T-Z-N-E-R. And for Appian, you can go to appian.com slash careers and also check out all of our Appian Life social channels. That's Appian Life on every single social channel. Um, so you can definitely check out more there. Great. Thank you so much for your time today. 
Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity. Okay, that is it, folks. Be sure to reach out to uh, Chris. Link in the show notes. And uh, thank him ever so much for being on the podcast. I do have a vague memory of Seville and uh, it's going back a while, but I'm sure they had a world expo back in the 90s for those of you who who, uh, remember those times. Also, if you are interested in learning more about Appian and its employer brand, do check out a previous episode with Trisha Goose that focuses in a bit more about uh, the employer brand uh, and the EVP. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Now, you may want to consider subscribing to this podcast. You know, there might be another Appian episode coming up any month now, so you've got to be subscribed. Do it at employerbrandingpodcast.com or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, SoundCloud, wherever you subscribe to your podcasts. And if you really enjoyed it, please help us out by leaving a review on one of those platforms. Now, finally, how do you go about measuring employer brand? Lots of ways out there, of course, to do it. Our way is called the Employer Brand Index. And that is a way that we look at publicly obtainable data from over 120 different sources, really figuring out what talent defined as candidates, employees, and alumni have to say about your company in an employment context. We have 16 distinct areas. We call them attributes. So those are the elements of employer brand. We can score those up and score everything in totality. So you get a full score with a timestamp on it, knowing exactly what your employer brand reputation was at a certain point in time. Then you can also do that over time and see how it trajects. How it trajects, is that a verb? Also, you can compare that to uh, talent competitors to make it more interesting. So if you're interested in that, check out employerbrandindex.co. So employerbrandindex.co is the place. That is it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in and look forward to catching up next time. Hey-do. Why do digital marketers love to shop at Whole Foods? No idea. They have a lot of organic content. 